nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come as you are. are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yeah, yeah. You already know what it is. This is girl, Lady Miz. I'm rocking out with my co host Ray, the Hell of Assassin, right? I'm just going to and there is only one way to go from here. Y'all, this is from the Ground Up Productions, where creators meet. Y'all know we love to bring on people in the industry, legends and entrepreneurs. Anybody that's a creator, uh, we love to chop it up with them and also educate y'all at the same time. Today, we got a dope, one of the dopest rappers, MCs um, on board here. We got Ron Browns in the building. Browns in the building. Yeah, do I got an accent when I say it? (laughs) So we're going to chop it up with him and um, see what he got going on and what he got coming up. So let's bring him on. What's good? What's good? What's good? How you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Happy to be here. Yes, we happy to have you on the show. Definitely a pleasure to have you on. Um, I see you drinking out the red cup. I got one question for you, Ron. Are you still popping bottles, champagne bottles to get A-Rap money? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a black bottle boy, so you know I got to represent. All right, okay. All right, you got the A-Rap money on deck? (laughs) All right, I see you. (laughs) <laughs> I see you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, now, um, definitely, again, it's a pleasure to have you on. We definitely want to chop it up with you and also kind of like talk about things that people may not know about you. Um, so I want to get into that. So my first thing or first question that I have for you is, one, tell us how you got into the music industry from the start. Like, what inspired you to get into it? Um, when it- it's a two part. Like one time when I was in elementary school, my one of my best friends he knew he knew this like this cartoon rap. And um, every morning people would all the kids would crowd around him to listen to him do this cartoon rap. So I thought that was kind of cool. Then fast forward, you know, I would go home after school watch Crazy Sam and Ralph McDaniels in the, in the video music box, and I just fell in love with hip hop from there. And then I, I started a group when I was in um, elementary school called the Uptown Kids. And we had got signed to this independent company called Big Boss Records that was ran by Kevin Charles, who's the uh, co-owner of um, Don Diva magazine. And um, we got signed there. We uh, did like two videos and then he had got incarcerated. And during his incarceration, incarceration, 
on a phone call. I said, where's the equipment that you, um, we used to play with in the house. He was like, oh, you know, go pick it up. And I went to go pick up the equipment and start self teaching myself how to make beats. So I kind of put the, you know, the rapping in the background a little bit. Okay. And start, and start teaching myself how to make beats. And then I would make the beats for like locals in the hood. And then one day just bumped into Big L and it was the beginning of the producer Ron Brown. That's what I'm and talking so, about. Yes. And rest in peace to Big L, one of the dopest so, MCs. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't know I did Ebonics, Big L's first independent record, Ebonics. Oh, I went on to um I went on to do three three more. We we started to do an album before his demise, you know. So I did like four albums on that the big picture project. I probably would have did the whole thing if he hadn't, you know, passed away. But that was the beginning of the producer Ron Brown. Wow. Okay, and that's dope that you you know you got the chance to uh, work with him. Um, and you know he was the first one that you worked with. What was it like working with Big L? It was very very funny and humbling. Like Big L was like very funny. Um. He was like kind of one of the first dudes that I seen like get a, a record deal in the neighborhood as well. Mm -hmm. um, very premeditated, like Ebonics, when he heard the beat, he was like, yo, I think I got something for this. So which mean it was premeditated, the whole concept of doing it slang and everything was premeditated. And um, he would come make jokes and we would get to work, I, you know, we, we were doing so much before he passed away. Like I, he did, he would just call me like, are we going to this studio? Are we going to that studio? Are we going to this studio? So I just remember just running around a lot, you know? Right, right. Say. Okay. All so right. Some, it's some rare, it's some rare footage on the, on, on the internet too of me and him, like me, uh, sequencing the beat to his rhymes. It's, it's, it's on the internet too. Like I didn't even know a cameraman was there at that time that kind of caught that footage it's some real dope footage of him going over his lyrics and me uh kind of secrets in the beat to um his verses so yeah you you said y'all from the, the the same neighborhood so you, you know a lot of people may not know that's harlem right harlem world harlem world usa harlem world that's what i'm yeah. talking about <laughs> i grew up on 127th and lennox he was on 139th and lennox. okay i don't know why i thought big l was from the bronx mm -mm. i don't know why no I thought you probably thought you probably thought that because he was he was down with DITC. Oh, okay. Big in the crates, which is Showbiz, AG, Fat Joe, right? Lord Finesse, and eight from the Bronx. Right, right. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So now, um, let's go to you. First of all, you're a rapper, but you're not just a rapper. You're a producer as well. Yeah. So my question to you is, which one do you like better? Do you like one more than the other? I, I gotta say it's 50 50 because i like to see people i like to create and like and give a beat to an artist and they mm -hmm. make it come to life and i also like the stuff when i produce for myself and the way i can make people react to something that i did that i do but right. it's like a, the only thing is 60 40 be 60 i give 60 to the the artist side, because you get to travel, do shows, and I, you know, I got to travel and see the world offer recording the records versus producing oh. the records. So it's uh -huh. all 60 40, I say. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, I guess that makes more sense because you, as the artist, you got to get out there, you know, put in the put in the footwork yeah, yeah, yeah. and do all of that. Yeah. Get to touch the people. Yeah. And and it's the producer. You can kind of just live in the studio. Yeah. You right. Know, you stay in the background. Yeah. 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 So now you did one of the dopest joy. Listen, one of the songs that stopped the city. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? That stuff. I remember where I was when yeah. this joint dropped. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody remembers where they were when Ether came out. You produced that, correct? Yes. How did that come about? And how did you feel when that shit just, like I said, it stopped the city? Like, how did that come about? Uh, first of all, Shout out to hip hop. Hip hop was um, Jay Z A and R at the time. He mm -hmm. came to. They brought him to my house. My, you know, I was living with my moms. They brought him to the house to hear like who is this guy from Harlem making beats? All right, let's see. And I played him the Ether beat. And I remember because anybody came, I would play him like, "Yo, this beat is so hard. You gotta hear it." So they they brought him. I put it on CD like, "Yo, get us to Jay Z." And never got to Jay Z. Whatever. Wait, 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 wait. You said give Ether to Jay-Z? The, the A&R had it first. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. He heard it first. Mm -hmm. Like I said, anybody would come to listen to beats. I play him like, yo, this is kind of, this beat is kind of crazy. So anyway, that happened in Fast Forward. Then, you know, Jay-Z, this is Nas at Summer Jam. Oh, okay. uh, Nas, everybody didn't hear from Nas for a long time. So um, back in that, in that time, moving around, moving beats, you had to be somebody, you had to be Swiss, you had to be Timberland, Pharrell. So you kind of had to kind of grind a little bit and like, yo, who, give it to somebody, cousin, the cousin, give it to, so we gave it to, um, we gave it to Nas travel agent at the label and she, God bless her, she uh, gave it to Nas A&R and it got to Nas. So I got a phone call like, yo, Nas picked the beat off the CD. I was like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was like in June of 2000, 2001. It was like in June. Then I get a call in December. Nas, yo, come to tell Ron, come to the studio. I want him to hear what I did. So I think I'm going to the studio to just hear, you know, a street record. Nas just, you know, be a Nas. Mm -hmm. It was just him in the studio, him and the engineer by himself, no body to amp it, no gas, no nothing. He's calm, he's eating fruit. He's just chilling like, yo, play Ron the record. So he plays the record and I hear the FJZ. At the beginning, I'm like, what? This is my introduction to the world, like as a producer, like not, cause people knew Big L, but it was, Big L wasn't like, you know, he was underground. Right. This is my first beat to an A-list artist. And um, he plays it, I'm like, I hear the FJZ, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but it, it's like, you know, I'm in here with Nas, but it's like, this is a diss record. It's amazing, but it's a diss record. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh my God. And you just hear it, it's like, what is it? Like three verses on that record? Yep. <laughs> And you just like, ah, oh, this is, it's like, it's crazy. But I'm like, yo, what, what was this going to put me? Right. I just did the beat. 
gonna dislike me? Are they gonna, you know, I don't know. So I'm like, oh, this is a, it's a blessing. I'm getting paid for it. It's dope. Lyrically, like the whole idea was kind of dope. And um, you're like, yo, I'm dropping this Friday. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and then when it dropped that Friday, I remember just walking through Harlem and that's all you heard like coming out of like speakers and cars. And I'm like, yo, my friend was like, Dewan, the whole world's stopping right now. It's crazy. That's a fact. I'm at seven did the whole, they stopped the radio just to play these two records. And I was like, yo, wow, I really am a part of history right now. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So you got to, you got to hear it before the world did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and at this time, Jay Z is the biggest rap artist at the moment. So I'm like, it's fire, but it's dissing the biggest artist in the game right now. <laughs> so it was like it was an honor to be a part of it, and it was like you know everything just happens for a reason, you know. I wanted that breakthrough, like, yo, y'all need to know I'm, you know, I'm out here with these beats. And God was like, all right, I'm going to put you out there, all right? <laughs> you got it. That's right. But you were like, it. I ain't rolling with the whole beef thing, but, you know, I did the beat, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it was just, I just remember walking through Harlem and you heard it out of every car. Yes. Every absolutely. car. It was crazy. Crazy, it's crazy. So, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Did any negative feedback come from that? Okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, um, I'm like, uh, in my mind, I'm like, yo, how's this gonna play out? You know. So at the time, I had a manager, and he was like, hey, nobody know you. You gotta go out. Like, you have to go out in New York City. Like, you know, it was the nightlife. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was the nightlife, the two-way pages, like, yo, I did this, and you know, <laughs> so it was like, um, people said, oh, you did that, yo, that's crazy, yo, boom, yo, I need something like that, meaning like, you know, just the energy of the whole beat, and I ended up working with, you know, Fat Joe, Little Kim, Foxy, uh, Ludacris, Fifth, I'm starting to work with everybody, but nobody on Rockefeller. Mm. So, Shady, no money plan. It was like, of course, it comes with the territory. If I don't, I don't know why it comes with the territory because you know Kanye went on and eventually did music with Nas, and Kanye did take over. Right, so I'm right. thinking like, yo, I'm just did the beat. I'm I didn't write the lyrics. I just did the beat, but um. I, I know a couple of the dudes that's you know affiliated with Rockefeller. So that's it's cool. It was you know I never really afterwards I kind of met a couple of uh, other artists that was on Rockefeller or whatever and, you know like Petey Crack and stuff like that and ended up doing some work with them. But yes, yeah, all love and I don't know. I, I, you would have to ask people on that side if it was felt if they felt the way. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, the good thing about it now is that, like, look, they squashed the beef. Like, Nas and, and mm -hmm. you know, Jay-Z. Yeah, so, um, y'all can tell Jay-Z you could come get a beat now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Come get the tracks. <laughs> I, mean, you can get some. I, I got some fire for you. 
<laughs> we know that's a fact. Now, let me ask you this. Well, what I do want to ask you, was that your first big check um, from them or yes. did it come from yes, somewhere else? That was your first big check. Do do you remember how much it was? Your mommy asked. It's about ten thousand. Okay, all right. And did you like ball out? Like, what'd you do with your money if you're mommy? <laughs> I was in Harlem. I was, I was at my mom's crib. I probably bought like some Vance jackets, <laughs> some, some leather jackets, some Pele's, or something like that. Okay, all right. Uh, let me ask you this: as a New York rapper. And today's time, would you say, like, how do you feel about the drill, about how things are shifting? Because, you know, they say that, like, New York rappers sound more like down south rappers now. Like, how do you feel about the sound of hip hop? Um, I, I do feel like it, it lost its integrity. It, it lost the, it lost its I, not integrity, identity. Um, it lost identity, and the major, the, the major artists that kept it in shape started to venture off and do other things. Like let's just say our Nazis and our, you know, Biggie passed away. That was a big, of of the the, the sound of you know, you know of our sound and yes. um, the Jay Z, the Nas, the DMXs and um they were keeping the sound like yeah now you got you got like a, a, a okay time is going on and then you got like a drake emerge right mm -hmm. so then you got the kids that's under them they're looking up to the drakes and all the other artists that's big at that time so they're following that people in my class we're following producers all we're following the some of the 80s i mean the 90s and then the early 2000s sound. So the kids that's coming up, they grab, when they first in, get introduced to hip hop, they get introduced to what's heavy hot at the time. So All at right. this time, the South is emerging. I mean, South is making their way and their records are catchy and stuff like that. So the younger crowd, they grab, that's what they being introduced to hip hop. Right. They, not, they don't know the Nas Illmatics and the Reason Move Downs. They don't know that music. So they they what they hearing the, the the Drakes and the stuff that's coming to you know Jeezy is hot and the Gucci Mans and all of that stuff is hot. So they're coming up on that. So mm -hmm. they, they they're gonna do what they we did what we thought like oh I'm I'm gonna make this song that's gonna sound like the Jay Z joint or I'm gonna write this joint and give you that Nas feel. Or aggressive rapper like yo, I'm gonna do this joint sound like the X joint. That's what you got in that era, all of that, and you know it was, oh yo, I got an artist that sound like Jada Kids, and at that time it was a bunch of that stuff going on. Right. So that those they start getting older, then the younger artists start coming up, and they go with the sound that's hot. Um. So my opinion, but I don't know. It's just we lost our our sound. We lost our sound, and I feel like when I when, when I had my records going, like you know, the pop champagne, the, when I did Arab Money with a Buster, and I'm doing all these songs with everybody from New York, and the sound is still there. Right. Then here comes Jay Z with the Death of Auto Tune. 
Mm. Auto, the death of auto tune hits, and people kind of start slacking from what I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I was kind of like the last of holding on to that party uptown, you know, sound. And then here come the South emerge with the auto tune, and Future emerges, and a lot of other people emerges. It did not sound really. Then you know Jay Z could go. He got his money. He go. He don't have to put out much music no more. Right. So all the hungry guys from the south, they putting out their music. And then I just that generation under just started like, oh, we gonna do something that sound like that. Oh, we gonna do something that sound like that. Well, you know, the the sounds today, right, they sound so similar. If I put the radio on, I can't tell who the hell it is because everybody sounds the same and nobody's trying to be original. At least we knew when we heard Nas or Jay-Z or Big L or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes the DJs do that, too. Like, if you got a record, if they be like, oh, but that's not the sound that's going on right now. You know, this is my sound. Like there sometimes, not all, but some DJs, if they don't feel like it's current with, with the algorithm of me, they be like, uh. And I feel like shout out to Griselda because they kind of like, no, this is what we doing. We doing this music right here. And y'all gonna love it. Yeah. Right, right. Now it might not be as yo. Know, popular and mainstream but they did what they did and kept their sound and like this is what we doing but sometimes you do records and i've been there i've been submitting records and if they don't feel like they might feel like it's not it's dated because you're not doing a southern kind of a rhythm but um i fought that a lot and and it's not the artist's fault but you'll get sometimes forced to like, all right, so let me try and do something like this other record right here. Oh, let me try and do this sound. Well, let me try and do a drill record. You know what I'm saying? But everything is not for every artist. And- yeah, you called it on it, though. It's kind of like the DJ's fault. You know, they, they, they're... Some of them. Some of them, yeah. Who controls it? Who controls mm-hmm. it? They do. Who controls oh, Yeah, so if you're giving them a record, and I, I even like I'm, I noticed like yo, why we don't get we don't have no conscious music, not one conscious record. Yep. Can, can don't you think that's by accident? accident? <laughs> you don't accident? think that's by design? Who's that? Um, do you think that that's by accident? No. Hell no, it ain't. <laughs> we know who's controlling why, it. Why we why we don't get one? We can't get one conscious record. One. No. No, like, no, because that's the agenda. If you if you make a kind con- of DJ, gonna be like, hey, I ain't playing that. <laughs> and, and you're being nice about it because a lot of them be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, excuse my name. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. It damn sure is. <laughs> do this since we talk about the DJs, right? Um, and I just want to ask because you know, you being New York rapper, New York producer, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that 
the DJs like the Funk Master Flex support the New York rappers. Because remember, him and, and Pete Rock was going back and forth. It was a lot with that. And now then Flex started telling, you know, doing these challenges, telling everybody, hey, I got a challenge for you, you know. Uh, and of course, you know, we over here like, damn, everybody got their opinion, right, about mm -hmm. this whole situation. I can understand where Flex is coming from, but at the same time, I feel like we should always support our New York rappers. We shouldn't always have to run outside to get support. You, they, they support each other everywhere else. So my question to you, right, is do you feel that Flex or other New York rappers support New York artists like they should? I'm going to say it's half and half, right? When I made Pop Champagne, I had to get out and getting them clubs and make them believe that this record is hot. Now, you know, my friends from the, you know, shout out to my friends from the Bronx. They would be in the club. When the record come on, they bugging out. Ah, this is crazy. I had to be out. Yo, can you play it, please? It's not going to be an easy thing to, if that's the case, everybody get on. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You you have to still put some groundwork in your record as well, so to make them believe that this is a hot record. You understand? Right. You can't. Everybody, everybody can say, "Yo, my my record hot. Play it." Yeah. <laughs> so I learned that, and, and you know that came with social media as well. You have to. I'm gonna make you believe this record is hot. So you gonna be like, "I gotta play that. It's fire." You know, so do I feel the DJs need to pay attention a little bit more? Yeah. You got to pay attention, but it's still 50-50. It's a 50-50 thing. You can't just make a record and be like, yo, they're supposed to play it. Nah. Why, I'm, why I got to play that? I got, I, but I'm, I'm a, my job is to make you believe why you should play this record. I got to bust my behind as well to make you believe that this joint is hot. Facts. We got all the tools. It's people that shooting videos for fifty dollars. It's you got your 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 social media. You still got to do your part. Now, if you're doing your part, and the best thing to you got to get your 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 your, your wherever you from, you got to get them behind you as well. Mm -hmm. You come to Harlem, Bronx, you gonna hear some Ron Brown's music in them clubs. That's and like I said, I move around. I move around like I never had a record. Oh, I got a new record. I pull out my thumb drive on my pocket. Yo, whoop. play it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I mean? Yo, can you get that on for me? I want to hear how it sound. You know, like you got to have relationships with the DJs because they're human too. You can't. Yo, what's up? What's up? How you doing? You know what I mean? You you can't just play. You'll play my record because they'll be like, some of them tell you like, damn, bro, you can't say what's up. You know me. That's how you, you still gotta have some etiquette as well. They humans. They robots. That's so right. You, you good? You all right? You want a drink? You know what I'm saying? Like, one hand washes the other. Like, you know, we're humans. So treat people. You know, you'll play my record. I'm hot. I'm hottest dude in my city. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, I have people, yo, girls, yo, play Ron Brown. What's up? I want to dance. Like, right, you know, you gotta have people parading for you too. Like, yo, I seen that joint on the gram. Yo, that's 
that's fire. I have, you know, when I had the kids around, they dancing, they reacting. You got to do your part as well. So it's half you got to do your due diligence to make sure people know about your record. And it's half the DJs got to just pay attention a little bit. That's it. That's all I ask for the DJs. Pay attention a little bit. You know what I mean? So I think it's it's a 50-50 effort. Don't just think you're the hottest dude in your city because you know how to rap. You, your record got to feel good. Your record got to be transparent, got to be mixed good. Sonically, it got to sound good. If it's a club record, it got to make people want to dance. Okay. If it's a street record, it got to make the street dudes feel it. You know, if it's a girl record, the girls got to be like, yo, I like that. Test it out. Right. Test it out with some, some, and then people don't know. I'm going to give it a secret. It's not the big DJs. It's your local DJs that's mm. gonna make your record hot. It's not the from flex. Don't worry about flex. You gotta get DJ such and such from your block who who do the balls around. Right. It's those right. guys that's gonna make you hot. They you don't worry about flexes and you can't just yo I'm hot make the record I'm going flex need to play my record B I'm hot. <laughs> Drop the bomb on it. <laughs> no. You gotta go, you gotta start from the bottom, start from the, the dudes that do the local bars and the local lounges. Cause that's what you're gonna see if, if people react, if they like if it's that if it's a club record. You understand? Right. So right. records is for certain things, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, you just said it for me because I was gonna say that, you know, the hustle is actually getting out here because a lot of people don't wanna actually hustle. They just make a song and just be like, ah oh, fuck it, I did it. It's over, you know? Oh man. Mr. C said one time, he said, the stuff that you need to do, you don't want to do. Hmm. And I, it's like, you, you don't, you, ah, I got to go out and go get in these DJs and tell them to, you don't want to do it, but you got to do it. Right. You got to get out. You can't just be like, yo, I'm the hottest dude in my city and no one knows you. The local DJs don't even got your record. Those yeah. guys made pop champagne hot. I was going around to the local deer. Yo, you got my oh, yo, play it. The punk rocker park. I don't care where they had to speak at. Can you play this, please? Because then other people will hear it. Other DJs will hear it. Like, oh, what is that? That's kind of right. fire. It's gonna get to the the big dogs, but you gotta, you can't just skip. Got to call before you walk. I hear that. That's so let that. me. Let me ask you this: Is as a producer, is there any other producers that um, you would say inspire you? Where you say like, "Oh, okay, this make me want to get in and create something." I, I always felt like I was the gumbo, right? I'm a mixture of the Swiss Timberland, Pharrell, <laughs> Havoc, Pete Rock, Diamond D, Dr. Dre. Like, I'm all in them in one. Okay. All right. I, I love the 90s music with all the 90s producers. The early 2000s when the Timberlands and the Swiss and, the, and Pharrell and all them came in where, like, Pharrell could do vocals and hooks. I could do vocals and hooks. Swiss could get the streets bumping. I'd get the street. Timberland got the weird sounds. I do all, I do all of that. Then I could give you premier the premiere sound and the gutter stuff, you know what I mean? So I'm all of them in one. Got you. That's, That's what I'm talking now, about. I got a question here, though. Um, 
you said you self-taught with making beats, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, the first beat you made that you self-taught, did you actually take that beat and say, hey, let me make it better now that I'm learning is better? Um, no, nah, I just would just make beats in the house. Just make them. Me and my friends would rap over them, listen to them a thousand times. Like the beat Ebonics, me and my friends rapped on it. And shout out to my friends, man. They was pissed off when I gave it to Big L. You gave my beat to Big L. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, yo, he's, you know, he's kind of out there. Like, this is going to help us. And um, shout out to my boy T-Rex. T-Rex to tell you, the battle rapper T-Rex. A lot of his beats, I was like, yo, Lloyd Banks took that, man. Well, you can't get that no more. Well, 50 Cent took that beat. He'd be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, That's so I, I just I just I just started doing beats in the house and then giving it to the local dudes. So when I would give it to the local dudes in their beats, it would make them sound amazing. I'm like, oh, so once I get to a an A-list artist, this is this is nothing. They go because I would make dudes in the hood sound like they had deals. Mm. That's what listen, they always say it's the producer and the, the engineer that bring out the, the artist, you know what yeah. I mean? So engineer, so I'm just like a right? Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. So you do you engineer too. So for yeah. yourself, when you're doing your own joints, yeah. do you ever look for an outside producer, like for a different sound, or you feel like nah, I'm I'm producing all of my own records? Um I, that's a good question, right? Music is very moody, right? So since mm-hmm. I produce, if I'm feeling like happy today. I'm gonna make a happy beat and make a happy record. If I'm feeling like down, I'm gonna make a down beat and I feel like writing some down records. So that's how I kind of could tailor myself. Then I could do that with, so if I make a bunch of party beats, sad beats, all right, the sad beats go to this, this artist right here. Yo, the party beats go to this dude right here. So that's how I, I, I construct that. And, um, Okay. Some producers are weird. So that's why I tried to, yo, bro, let me. And then one dude, I was trying to, I had a good record and he was playing with the fouls. I said, nah, I'm not doing this no more. Like, I I, I tried to, like, you know, if, if a producer, if I'm cool with a producer, got a report, yeah, but because producers act funny, like, I was like, nah, I ain't with that. You ain't got time for it. You get more. You get work done better the way you yeah. want to do it yourself. Basically, yeah. <laughs> dude, gotcha. I remember it was a dude like he wanted. I don't know if he wanted money or something. Was I like, dude? I just put like a, I put like a big a big artist on a record and everything. Like, dude, I'm about to help you out. You don't got no placements, no nothing. Like, you know how many free joints I did before I was getting paid. Wow, nobody don't, that's the same thing. Like, nobody don't know you, bro. Like, I'm trying to help you out and get yourself out there and get your weight up, right? So, right? Well, you know, a lot of people have egos and stuff, so especially in this industry, that's that's a big, big thing. Um, so I just want to also a, a couple more questions just to know, like, you. Um, as a child, in a way, um, mm-hmm. what school did you go to, and what were what were you like growing up? Like, you know what I'm saying in school and stuff. Like, give us a little bit about that that backstory. Um, in school, I went to I went to elementary school in uh, Harlem. Went to junior high school in Harlem. 
high school, half in Harlem, half downtown. Um, in school, pretty much quiet dude. High school, you know, you start feeling yourself. Girls like you, you, you want to cut class. <laughs> oh, <that's> um, <laughs> shout out to the girl who was, she was making me smoke weed before school and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she gets a shout out. Okay. <laughs> It'd be the girls that be the bad influence. I'm blaming y'all. <laughs> oh shit! Yep. <laughs> so yeah, you're not you saying the calibrability for what you did? <laughs> no, girls make you. Oh, yo, catch school. Let's not go to school. And you be like, Are ah, you right? I'm hanging with you all today, baby. <laughs> then like you know, now you got you cutting school. You failing. And then oh, uh, shout out to one of my one of my mentors. She's still my mentor to this day, Miss Terry and Mr. Terry. She got me out of a school. I was there. She was like, yo, I'm getting you out of here because you're going to be, you're not going to make it if you stay in the school. And I see so much potential and you're, you're messing up. So she got me out of the Harlem school. So she when you say the Harlem school, is that the name of the school? What was the name of no, the school? Wiley. It was Wiley. Okay. All right. Wiley High School. She was like, yo, I'm getting you out of here. I'm telling your mom I'm getting you out of here because you're, you're going to be nothing if you stay in here. Wow. And she called Mama Love and was like, "Yo, get him up out of here because he's gonna—he's not gonna do well if he stays here." And um, they got me out of there. I eventually got out of school. Shout out to her. And um, I just started to focus on music, like straight out of high school. Dope, dope, dope. Now, how did you come up with the name Ron Browse? Um, one. It, it was a it was a producer down with the Hitman Puff Hitman. His name was Ron something. I, for, I always forget his name. And I'm like, damn, I gotta come up with a name. And then it was just one summer, I would walk around, people were like, yo, your eyebrows are just like, yo, why, yo, why they like that, yo? Like, I'm like, oh, yo, Ron Browns. And then it just, Ron Browns, and it just kind of just stuck. You know what's so crazy? Because every time I say your name, I want to say Brown. You know that, right? I don't <laughs> want to say Everybody says that. Everybody <laughs> says that. I'm like, yo, there's no end. <laughs> we, I don't know. We just naturally put the in there. I don't know. It's I know. just <laughs> a lot of people be like that. It pisses me off too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I work so hard for my name. <laughs> I'm so glad that you said that because you know I still was saying it with the in, and he was like, "Yo, you just browse," and I'm like, "I, I know, but I can't help it." So thank God for putting me on. Eat the boy, man. A lot of people just like, eat the boy. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, besides yourself, do you have any favorite artists besides you? Like, who you think is the dopest out here? All right, first of all, uh oh, I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> notorious Big fan. All right, like I feel like I feel like uh, Life After Death was like a masterpiece. Mm hmm. Um. I, I'm that era, like I'm the, the the illmatic. It was written, ready to die, life after death, reasonable doubt, streets is watching, dude, right? Flesh in my blood, DMX, all of that. So I study, and I just study. I study sound. I study, you know. I just study the music. So now, like music that's out now, it it takes a lot for me to to gravitate to it. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of soulless music. 
out right now. Um, and so now I just like I like certain records that artists do. I can't really get into like full projects of full full bodies of work. It's hard, but I, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I liked. I liked I mean, let me think, because I feel like I was listening to music. I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And uh, I listen. I, I like the Kendrick Lamar album that came out. Okay. Sonically and content, I liked it. Okay. Um, All right. What about like a J Cole? J Cole is good. J Cole is good. I feel like it was something else I listened to. I was like, oh, I'm gonna talk about it when I. But yeah, but I like the J Cole project. It was cool. But you know, a lot of artists no longer focus on a full project now. They throw about a whole lot of singles in, you know. Well, they tell people don't do that now. They say because people have short attention spans, yes. nobody's going to listen to a whole album anyway. No, no, you're correct. You know why? I, I noticed that too, because like if I put out a body of work, I'd be like, dang, some of these records is hitting in here. If people just scaling, not going. Yep. So that's why a lot of artists just focus on like singles because. Yeah, people got to be a diehard fan and be like, yo, I'm listening to the whole project. Right. People just skim, skim. Honestly, wow. though, if you got a, a whole lot of dope singles, you could hit them in the head forever, <laughs> you know? That's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Line them up, put them out. <laughs> yeah, but it's so weird, like, the whole streaming thing. You could just go listen to one. Like, before, you know, you buy, you paid your $14. You're like, I'm listening to every record on here. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> It ain't like that now. That streaming, yeah, you all that. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I'm like, boo, 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 boo. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I did that with Kanye's album. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, I listened to like ten seconds. I'm like, no, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like that one. I don't like. It. Yeah, that's crazy though. But hey, that's we, I think we all got that issue today. <laughs> Just skipping through shit. Yeah. So, are you in a relationship? You got a crush on anybody? Like, what? What's the deal with Ron Brows? <laughs> or is that that G is that G fourteen classified? <laughs> Life's good. Life's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shout out to that special woman, she knows who she is. All right. Okay. okay. So we gonna wrap it up with these last few. What do you enjoy doing, and what advice would you give to the people as far as coming up in the industry? Oh my! It's it's the rules have changed. Um. Now that we know that rappers are very are under attack, we are okay. being targeted. Music industry dudes are being targeted. Targeted. No way. Just being murdered. You know, um, artists. We have to move different. Um. Health is wealth. It's not always. It's not always the glamour and good. You understand, like. If you out here moving, like you gotta understand, all oh, that we work so hard, and then it's not easy. So you make your money, you want to get your nice stuff, but you just gotta, you gotta, we gotta think more diligently and more safe, you know, because you know, 
it's the times are very the times is hard like people don't after the pandemic i feel like pe- like people don't know what to do like mm-hmm. even though you know it's jobs out there i don't know why it feels like people are like going i guess because things are going up you're going to yo now nah, yo this this cup is five dollars you like what like, <laughs> everything is yeah everything yo to do those chips the 25 chips they two dollars now like everything is up rent is up everything so people are like yo be like people are here starving so artists are looking like you know <laughs> they Ooh, rich right. yeah, yeah. Like, yo, they, they got all the money get it from them you know so my thing is know what you're getting in this game for like to, and you get caught up you get caught up in all the wrong things the women the cars jury the, you know spending your money on whack stuff and when you really when it stop like well you you got your it's your family you know looking yeah. out for your family your loved ones and moments with your family your loved ones and people that's close to you whether it's your friends or whatever um just you know we got to shift the mindset because it's it, it, the glamour and glitch is not oh, it's not what it seems. It's not like how it used to be, you know. I feel like hip hop was fun and yeah, like yo, yo, like, you getting all that money? Yeah, like, yo, <laughs> going out now it's like people looking at you like yo, that, yo, he got all the money. We want. Yep. You're not even or eating out. Yeah, like. And I, I, I explain to people, I, I could I could understand what happens, right? Because say you, you on fire, right? You hot, your record is out, you fire. You know at that moment, yo, I got to move a little different, right? Right. So say two years later, you who you are, it's a new guy on the radio who's on fire. So you thinking, all right, now I could kind of go back to doing a little bit of the regular things I used to do. But you can't. You think you off the radar, but you on the radar because mm. you still you still carrying yourself as an artist. People, people, some people may know you, some people may not. But sometimes, as a yourself, you want to do normal stuff. Like sometimes I'll go in a restaurant. Let's just say BBQs, and I remember people like, "Yo, what you doing here?" I'm like, "Yo, I want the." <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat too. Yeah, like, but people look at you like, yo, why you in here? Yeah, you because you just want to feel like regular for. You want to do stuff you used to do with your friends, but sometimes you can't. You know, yeah. you gotta move. You gotta just move different, like you know. Yeah. So uh, my 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 advice is, you know. As far as like being creative, always just be creative. Do try and do your own sound and be the best that be creative because that's how you're going to pop out and people going to notice you being doing different and being creative. But definitely business it's the music business. Lawyer paperwork, because there's a lot of funny paperwork to this day that's still being handed out. Mm-hmm. People getting caught in contracts and people not getting what they're supposed to because you don't know what publishing is you don't know what points is you don't know what your masters is you don't know none of that you moving around with no doing songs over here you can't get your songs because you don't got your hard drive you know what i'm saying it's the music business 
and it's ninety percent business. Because ten percent of music, I right, that's the easy part. Getting a record to eyeball. Now it's the business part. You, you need a lawyer. You need to know what publishing is. You need to know what splits is. You need to know your share as a writer or in as a producer. You need to know all of these things before you just hop in because people are going to rip you off. Very, very true. You know what's so funny? You say that because we, um, when we interviewed uh, Melissa Morgan and she was talking, she said she just got her uh, master's back. Wasn't her public or her master's back? Yeah. So she was explaining that there was a way where you could kind of sell it if you needed money, but then yeah. have some type of contract to get it back. And she said she just got, and you know, listen, um, Jay-Z sampled her. A lot of people sampled Melissa Morgan. So, uh -huh. um, you know, she was just, she was telling us that she got her stuff back. So, you know, all of that stuff is important. And again, you know, a lot of people don't understand the business. They just want to get in it because they're looking at all of the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And, they think, and that's how they get got. And it, yeah. is it really, are they really getting got? Is it really somebody else's fault or is it their fault because they didn't understand the business? Because they, you know, they're not there. The other person is not there to represent them. That's what you got to get a lawyer yeah. for. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, but I do want to ask this last question. Um, and I don't know if you had it one. Um, as you see on the screen here, we had did a show and it was, why is your death worth more to a record label than you being alive? Now we just, um, lost another rapper, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, P&B rock, right? Mm -hmm. And he got murdered out eating. Uh, you know, this is very sad. Um, do you think I got, and I say one question, but I really got more than one. Do you think that, um, rap music and the way that it is now with the drill with a lot of the gang cultures do you mm -hmm. think that it's uh affecting the black community or do you think there's something behind it with the record labels um see people don't you don't you don't you don't respect it to it hits home you know what i'm saying so the I'm not just saying the DJs, the powers that be that's getting each records played. Oh, y'all go to the office. Y'all don't care. Y'all go to the office. Your kids is in the suburbs. They're not really hitting home unless your child is in in a town and in the hoods and, the, and, and, and these things are happening, like these, these shootouts are happening. You don't really feel it. You know, like, oh, it's music. No. Like, people getting killed, shot at, innocent people is getting killed. So why would you want to promote? Why would you want to like like keep put putting that out there if it's the reaction is is, is super violent? Like mm. why? Like you wouldn't do that if your kid is like if you're in the ghetto and like in the hoods. I'm sure you wouldn't like respect it, but some these these the higher ups they. They go in the office, they, they children is good, out the way. Yep. Ah, this is fun! Hmm. You know, like, how? Since when? Like, and y'all can clearly see if we had a chart that since that, that murders is like that. <laughs> you see it, like, if there's a chart from, like, the 90s, early 2000s, and now you'll, you'll see, like, oh. I don't, I, I don't understand it. I don't respect it. And I shout out to Drewski. I know Drewski was like, yo, like, this is too much. Yep. 
Yeah, didn't you I'm say planet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, when do you be like, ah, uh, nah, we not doing that? Shout out to Drewski for that, because when when do you yes. be like, yo, we we not doing that? Absolutely. If it don't if it don't touch it, if it's not hitting home, that's when you don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very. I, sad. I feel like because we are adults. These are adults that are. Running everything. When do y'all take accountable, like responsible? When do y'all, you know, what I mean, be like, say something, like, yo, nah, we can. Yeah. Cause y'all can't sue anybody fast. Eh? <laughs> That's the fact. We're not, we not playing all Kelly. You're right. You see how fast they did that. And don't get me wrong. R. Kelly did what he did was wrong. But yo, you don't think killing somebody is to come to a point where you say, nah, this got to stop. Right. They got his stuff off of, I guess, some of the songs of streaming platforms. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember when Chris Brown was going through the things like, yo, can y'all stop? Like, yo, y'all, stopping my streams. Like, they wasn't putting his stuff up on certain things at one point. Shit is crazy. Like, so, it, it is controllable. Mm-hmm. They just act like it's not controllable. It is controllable, man. But if money is being generated, do they really? Because it, all it is is about paying the bills and how does making money for the company? Right. Or do they not really give a damn and they keep putting that stuff out uh, because maybe the, there's life insurance policies on these people. So it's I've a heard that. I've, yeah. heard, I've heard that, but I'm not too sure of that. Not, mm. for, not for nothing. I've heard a lot of interviews, but you're the first person to actually say that it is controllable because a lot of people be like nah you can't control it just gonna let it be what it is but you made a point that they can control it you know yeah, yeah. They, they know they they can they know how to stop playing certain artists if they don't want to play them i've i've heard a lot of records um artists um, you will hear it like oh they ain't playing such such no more yeah. you know you be like oh okay. you know what i mean oh yeah. <laughs> So it's controllable. So, Ron, what can we expect from you moving forward in the future? You already got a, a, a large body of work, gave us greatness, and thank you for that, from your songs to your producing. Um, is What can we expect um, coming from you in the future? Um, I'm always going to push the limit for my talent, so I'm going to try and tap into that, 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 that pop world. It's an artist named Daddy Rule. That it's a song coming out on the twenty second. It's, it's amazing. Pop my first pop record. I produce. Um, I got that the the uh, the Diddy and Bryson Tiller remix out right now. That's going crazy in the club. Um, I'm just it just I always trying to just, just keep doing a greatness and representing the culture with finesse, style, and grace. <laughs> okay. Now represent the, the the culture. Respectfully, and you know, and carry it as a gift, you know, because you make we make millions of dollars, and I, I've been to Africa a bunch of times to perform, and France a bunch of times. Like it took me places I never thought I'd be able to take. So I carry it like that, like with grace and like with respect. So anything I do, I just try and do it with my 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 best foot forward and. And represent the culture the right way. Yeah. Um, so, so could a uh, could a regular person come up to you and ask you for a beat? It happened today. 
Um, <laughs> um, this is how it goes. I would have to see something very, like, sonically or personality-wise to, to, like, all right, I think I can do something with this. It's 44. I could be like, all right, I ain't going to charge you. Everybody else getting charged. If I don't see nothing, I'm be like, man, I got to charge you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we know what that means. He take your shit wet. That's why he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you waste All my right. time? <laughs> don't, don't waste my time. Because <laughs> time is money. Yo, I hear that. Time, I, my time been wasted so much. You be like, Hey yo, you this 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 wasting my time, man. Oh, you I'm the hottest like those dudes. I'm the hottest medical, yo. <laughs> you get in the studio, you be like, why is it taking you forever to do one record? It's sad you don't even know how to project your voice. This is terrible. And then it's like you wasting my time. I don't even want your money. Mm. You know what I'm Damn. Don't waste don't waste people's time, you know. Come with it. Because this is this is a, you know it's a it's, it's a profession as well. So be professional and come with it. Come you know give it your best and you know. That's all it. right. Well, listen. We thank you so much for coming on, for chopping it up with us, giving us all that information, and you know just schooling us on certain things, and also talking about you know you in the industry and your history and music and your opinion on things. We really appreciate that. And uh, we are looking forward to everything else that you got going on. Just continue to be great. We love what yeah. you've done thus far. And um, that's it. We appreciate that. We appreciate the interview, yeah. brother. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. No problem. Thanks. And anybody just know, you know, just check in. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on all our platforms. This is from the Ground Up Productions. And you guys Speaking of that, yeah. Your, your social media. Which oh, browse at Gmail, man. Check me out, man. I'll be doing my these fly beat blogs. I think y'all might want to check them out on my Instagram. You know? uh -huh. So, you know, check out my YouTube. You know, I'll be dropping some music. Oh, uh, okay. Just, just, right. just, 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 just tap in with me, man. All right. That's what I'm talking about. But no, if you whack, it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. This is from the Ground Up Productions, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yes. We hope you enjoyed your time with From the Ground Up Productions. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.